but can they have without a thorn? Part and nope. Welcome to Persistent Health. I am Dr. John. This is podcast episode number five. It's okay to get sick. A lot of people have the misconception that a strong immune system means that they should never, ever get sick. Well, a strong immune system means that, yeah, nine times out of ten, you probably won't get sick. But if you do, you will only be sick for two to three days, not two to three weeks. So human beings have innate immunity and adaptive immunity. Innate immunity is our defense system and cells we were born with to fight off pathogens. These include macrophages, natural killer cells, neutrophils, basophils, eosinophils, mast cells, and T-cells. Our innate immunity, however, is not enough to survive and be infective in the world we live in because pathogens evolve, they mutate, and get stronger. Our immunity, therefore, has to adapt and get stronger, so hence the name adaptive immunity. Our adaptive immunity includes B and T cells, antibodies, and natural killer T cells. Our adaptive immunity learns by getting exposed to new pathogens so it can become a smarter and more efficient of a killer. Now, this does not mean we have to be fully sick and symptomatic to acquire this recognition factor. After our body gets exposed to a particular pathogen, it gets a recognition factor for it. Therefore, next time it remembers how to keep this pathogen out and or defeat it quickly. And this podcast is not about this, so I'll let you decide if quarantining masks and over disinfecting everything, which kills helpful bacterial, does all that help or hurt our body in developing our adaptive immunity for a stronger overall immune system? Now, this does not mean be reckless and careless with our hygiene, like hand washing or putting ourselves in risky immune-challenging situations and not staying home when you are symptomatic and sick. But living in a plastic bubble at home and withdrawing from society is doing a disservice to your immune system and not helping it learn and get stronger. So let's say because of my size, my age, uh, my gender, naturally I can lift five pounds. And I'm good there. I'm not going to develop that at all. But life throws me a curveball and I have to lift 20 pounds or 30 pounds. Am I going to be able to do that? No, because I didn't develop that after birth. I need to go to the gym. I need to put in some blood, sweat, and tears, as they say, and get stronger. Now, here are some lifestyle and dietary adjustments we can all make to help keep our immune system strong. Get seven to nine hours of sleep nightly. Now, people say, oh, really, that helps your immune system. And then I respond with, yes, why do you think surgeries are always early, early in the morning? Do you think people and doctors and surgeons and nurses like to get up at the crack of dawn? No. The reason why most surgeries, major surgeries, are scheduled in the morning is because that's when the human body's immune system is the strongest after a night of sleep, rest, and rejuvenation. Next, Let's stay hydrated with water, and usually the rule of thumb is drink half your body weight in ounces of room temp water, not iced water, not carbonated bubbly water. So if someone weighed 180 pounds, they would drink 90 ounces of water daily. Dehydration limits your body's ability to flush toxins and waste, thereby making you more susceptible to illness. Next, Avoid processed sugar and foods. And by the way, artificial sweeteners are not healthy either. Obesity is a serious comorbidity to almost every illness out there today. 
limit your coffee caffeine to 8 to 16 ounces per day. And FYI, bad news, decaf coffee still has caffeine. The United States government and the FDA says, hey, you can call it decaf caffeine as long as it doesn't go past this amount of caffeine, which does not make sense to me, but I'm not in government. Coffee caffeine irritates the digestive tract, causing inflammation, which creates pathways for pathogens to enter your bloodstream. Get some sunshine daily. Now, for colder and cloudier months, you can supplement with vitamin D3. That's fine, but nothing really replaces that good old-fashioned sunshine outdoors. Next, let's exercise. Break a sweat at least three days per week for 45 minutes. Now, it can be more than that, but three days a week is a minimum. And when you are exercising, let's push the body, not just to break a sweat, but get that heart rate up. Uh, you know, have to concentrate on your breath. I see a lot of people like at the gym or out jogging, and their pace is so slow that as they're, quote, exercising, they're on their phone, having a conversation with their buddy, talking to someone at the gym. If you are not out of breath, if you don't have to concentrate on your breath, you're not exercising hard enough. You're just wasting time. You might as well be at the club or bar or at a social event talking to a friend. Next, now this is going to sound stupid and easy, but breathe deeply throughout the day. I see so many people, and myself included in this, get so busy or so stressed during the day, they're kind of mouth breathing. Everything is up in the mouth, the throat, the nose, nothing below that. I don't see their belly button expanding and going out. So let's make sure we're getting those deep belly breaths throughout the day. Why? Because oxygen is a blood cleaner and detoxifier. So let us all implement these lifestyle and dietary changes so we can be sick less frequent and for less time. But if you do get sick, that is our adaptive immunity learning and getting stronger for next time. I'd like to leave you with this quote from Japanese writer Haruki Murakami. Haruki Murakami said, quote, And once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. That's what this storm is all about. Thank you. The time they have without the dawn, part the nope.